welcome to Growing Belleville Through Community Chats, a podcast presented by the Greater Belleville Chamber of Commerce to help highlight, promote, and enlighten people, businesses, and community events in the Greater Belleville area. Here are your hosts, Stephen Sedlak and Eric Huber. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Growing Belleville Through Community Chats. I am your co-host, Stephen Sedlak, along with Mr. Eric Huber. How are we, Eric? I'm doing well, Stephen. Uh, Mid-December, you know, the panic of Christmas shopping and fighting the normal Fairview Heights uh, mess that is December shopping. It's uh, it's fun times right now. It is. And then once it's all over, we have a cold, dark December, in, or January and February, I mean. so <laughs> Absolutely. You got to love the chaos when we have it sometimes. Yeah, you anyway. got to take it all in. That's right. I guess you have to go with the bad. So anyway, our guest today is Stephanie Mills, the fire chief for the Belleville Fire Department. How are you, Stephanie? Thank you. Uh, well, like I said before, why don't you kind of give everybody a quick 10,000-foot overview of, of yourself? Sure. So I just became the Belleville Fire Department chief in August. And uh, prior to that, I've uh, spent 23 years on the department and have worked my way up through the ranks to get to this position. Um, prior to that, I was a teacher. I, I taught for eight years and um, was intrigued with this profession uh, by a couple of friends that I had in the area and just investigated the profession a little bit more. And it just was a perfect fit for me. So then I started testing in the area and was fortunate enough to get hired by the city of Belleville. Well, first off, I, I want to congratulate you. You're, of course, the first women fire chief uh, for Belleville. So congratulations on that. Um, I do kind of want to hit on that uh, because I think it's a, a very important aspect. You know, what does it kind of mean to you to be, you know, the first women fire chief? Well, I would say that just being the fire chief in general of this department is is an honor because we have a department full of people that work really hard to serve this community and to represent them and to lead them is is an honor and a privilege um but as far as being the first female i just i feel like it takes work to get to this position whether you're female or male and um i've been doing it for 23 years and have taken the training in order to prepare myself for this. So, um, I don't, I don't know. I, I, uh, I just, I would like to just think that I, the best qualified for the position more than male versus female. Sure. Yeah. Now, was that always kind of your goal is to become fire chief or was that kind of something as, as your career progressed that you decided that that would be something to shoot for? Oh gosh, it wasn't, it really wasn't on my radar until recently. Um, I, I did not, I did not spend my career preparing for this position, you know, and it's, it's very different than to, you know, coming off the trucks and then spending most of my time in the office as opposed to, you know, out on, you know, out on the floor or out in the trucks is, uh, it's a, it's a huge change. It's, it's, um, it's, it's like a, it's a completely different job, you know, and yeah. uh, you spent 23 years preparing and training for one job and getting better at that and you know moving up for, through the ranks but then you find yourself doing something completely different and something that maybe you 
well, I know for myself, did not spend a lot of time preparing for administration-type right. stuff. So, yeah, it's a, it's very different, and it's been quite an adjustment. I, I bet going anywhere from, from a probably more physically demanding role to something that is a little more administrative um, right. is a change for everybody. Right, right, yeah. Stephanie, I'd like, you know, like you said, teacher previous to, to getting into, uh, you know, the department and everything, what what was it when you said your friends were kind of brought it up to you or were intrigued by a couple of friends that were in in that position? What what was it about, you know, the fire department or the role that kind of intrigued you that really made you pull out of teaching and, and get into it? Uh, well, I spent a lot of time uh, growing up involved in team sports. And um, I liken firefighting to the ultimate team sport. You know, it's uh, you really depend on your brothers and sisters to to complete the task, to mitigate the problem. And um, it takes all kinds of people and all kinds of skill levels, maybe not skill levels, but skill sets, um, to come together and uh, mitigate an emergency scene. So uh, for me, it was the lure of the teamwork behind the job. What was it that drew you to... Like you said, you've been on the force for 20, 23 years, correct? Mm, correct. What was it that drew you to Belleville to, you know, to begin with with that? Uh, honestly, I was living in St. Louis at the time, and I just started. Uh, so in order to become a career fire, fi career firefighter um, in this area, you, you test with different departments, and it's a written test and a physical test, and then it kind of progresses from there, but you get on a list. And so I just started testing in the area um, a lot of different places, and uh, Belva was the first one to call with an offer, and I jumped at the chance. And um, it's been it's been a great place. I mean, I've, I I was living in St. Louis, and I've now lived here for almost twenty three years. And uh, it's it's home now for sure. And uh, it's uh, it's it's been fun to watch the changes of the city itself, and um, the growth of the department, and um, the relationship between and what we do, you know, to serve this city. Well, I think there's a good, um, a, a very good relationship between, between you guys and the community. And I, I think that's been there for quite some time. You know, I mean, even just with the chili cook off and, and how well attended, you know, your guys's booth is for that. Um, <laughs> it, it's a favor, that's for sure. And, I, and I'm lucky enough that I get to watch them cook it right next door and get to smell it a week ahead yeah. of time. So, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I know, right? Um, so anyway, but no, I, kudos to you guys for that that relationship you guys have with the community. I think that's an important aspect for any fire department to have. Thank you. Yeah, that's a that's a the union does a good job of um, getting guys involved in some of these events. Uh, my. I wanted to touch briefly. Sorry, I guess I'm going to, um, I want to touch something. Um, when you joined, you know, briefly or shortly after that was 9-11, right? And so how did that kind of 
I guess, have an effect on you and, and your career? I'm, I'm assuming that for anybody that was a firefighter at the time, that affect them a little bit differently than uh, somebody who wasn't either a firefighter or a police officer of that nature. Sure. Um, yeah, I remember that the morning very clearly, as most people do. Mm-hmm. Um, I was still living over in St. Louis, and I was not on shift that day. And um, it's funny, I uh, I gave a quick speech at our 9-11 event here at Engine House 4 on 9-11 and uh, spoke about this and that I just remember that morning kind of wishing that I was at work so that maybe in some way, you know, you could be of service. But um, it, that event has paralleled my career just in terms of it's always something that we look to um, as um, motivation in a way, but yet to remember that this is a career of service. And um, I think that, you know, just it's always been kind of in the background of my career. I uh, have a picture over here of the event. It is It adorns our trucks in, you know, in the form of decals and... Um, it is an event that is, uh, for the last, uh, you know, 23 years of my career has been, well, 22, I guess, uh, it happened a year in, but, um, it's always been an event that is present, um, with not just me, but sure, you know, all firefighters. Have you visited the 9-11, uh, memorial in New York city or do you? want to or or, I don't know I mean maybe that's something that's just something is uh you know not something you want to deal with I'm just kind of curious though Mm -hmm. um also interesting uh I uh it was just talking recently that when I do decide to retire I think that that's a trip that I would like to take you know the first the first retirement trip um would be to New York to go to the memorial because for that reason it it really has yeah um, paralleled my career as well as your the memory of it has paralleled my career like it has so many well and i think like an event like that as well so, i mean you mentioned it and steve and i were part of teams and sporting teams you know an event like that and i'm sure it's with your surrounding fire departments in different cities and counties and whatnot i, I would assume something like that obviously brings everyone together uh you know brotherhood even further beyond what you would ever imagine so i mean i would i would think something like that or or even your normal events day to day here locally probably just pull you guys together even more than what you would think would it well it really stood out uh after that event that there were so like i said we you test to get on the departments and um our lists were a lot longer immediately following that we had a a lot more people coming out to test for the departments and then our lists ultimately you know the people that made the final list were ultimately longer at that time and it has dropped off I mean it's just not it's not in the forefront of people's minds like it was uh, immediately and you know shortly thereafter uh, following that event you know, I want to go back. I, I haven't been to the New York Memorial. I did go to the one in uh, Pennsylvania where the plane crashed a couple of years. It was actually the 20th anniversary. I was out there for a, a charity golf tournament for, um, uh, what was it? The, uh, where the firefighter uh, tunnel, tunnels to, tower to tunnels, tower to tunnels. Yes. 
it was for a charity golf tournament for that. And the next day was the 9-11 Memorial or 20th anniversary. Uh-huh. And, and I went down for that. And I'll tell you that just being there and, and I was there, so it was close. I don't know if I would ever make the trek out there, but I was close and I, I knew I wanted to do it. And it was, it was an experience. I'm glad I did. It was um, very sombering. Uh, and of course, with it being the 20th year, it was um, rather crowded as well, but it was, it was extremely quiet for as crowded that it was. So anyway, I, I just, uh, my goal, I'd like to get to the one in New York too. Um, I think that would just, I think it's just a, a somber and very well done memorial that they have planned. So um, I hope you get to visit it one day. Thank you. And I, I uh, also, I, I don't know if everybody is aware, but we do have a very nice memorial in Belleville. And uh, I'm, I'm not sure everyone knows about it, but it's right at Engine House 4. And there's a walkway with a timeline uh, of the events of that day. And then, um, obviously, the memorial itself at the base of it. So, And it, it was uh, designed with a lot. It, there was a lot of thought that went into the design. And it's um, it's nice. It's nice to have it here. Now it's got an actual piece of one of the World Trade Centers, correct? One of the pieces of steels? Yeah, I believe, and and I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure on this, but I have heard that it's one of the larger artifacts yeah. that moved out of the city of New York, and we were fortunate enough to, to get that for our memorial. I have gone to that one as well too, and I, um, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because unfortunately, I think it is one that some people forget about. You know, if you drive on Highway 15, you see it every day, but right, kind of out of sight, out of mind at some point. So. Right. I agree. If anybody that hasn't been to that, I would highly recommend it. And it's right in your backyard. Uh, that being said, in regards to, you know, here you are, you're, you're what, three months in, four months into your, you know. Coming up on what, four. Coming up on four. Uh, first off, how have things been? And secondly, kind of what are your your plans and your goals for the department moving forward? Um, well, it's been a learning curve, you know, um, just trying to stay ahead of the, you know, expectations on the administration side of it and keep waiting for something to kind of hit me in the back of the head that I didn't know about or didn't get done or something like that, you know, just because uh, it didn't have a lot of training into the move into this position. So everything is new and uh, just trying to figure it out. But um, that being said, I, I am fortunate and uh, to have people, in the office um, around me that are, well, the, all of the chiefs are, are new. Uh, myself, the deputy chief and the assistant chief are, are all new. So we're all kind of figuring it out. Uh, and we have a, a great admin staff in front that has really um, been very helpful. And uh, so I've been fortunate to be surrounded with good people. So that's made it easier. Um, but yeah, things have been very busy, a little bit chaotic. But I think we're starting to get um, our feet are starting to hit the ground a little bit, and we're starting to get some traction and starting to move forward. So ultimately, we just you know we want to provide our guys with the tools and training for them to be able to serve the community um, in the best way, safest way possible. And uh, that's you know ultimately our goal is to to serve this community safely and effectively. Are you guys struggling at all with, uh, I, was, I don't want to say struggling, um, but are you guys 
just with hiring people in general in any sector right now can be an issue. You know, are you guys having any issues with bringing in, you know, new people or anything like that? Well, um, I wouldn't say that we're struggling to bring in new people. There are definitely fewer people that are looking for a career in the fire service or so it seems. Um, but we've, I heard, and I can't give you an exact number off the top of my head, but most recently in the last few years, we've been doing quite a bit of hiring and we've hired some really solid people. And the mindset, I believe, has, you know, is is focused on, on buying in to what we do and then making sure that you're doing all the things that you can do and all the things that you can control to contribute in the best way you possibly can. Um, we can we can bring the training to you and you can do it, but it takes so much more than that. You know, it's it's being a self starter, um, going to classes, going to training, taking the time every shift to to get better at your craft. And I just I think we've really brought in some people that have bought into that philosophy and and just want to be the best fireman that they can be. Now, so. Uh, some of those hires, are those experienced from other departments or are they newer? I guess, you know, are you guys, you know, what is, what does the department do as far as getting out, you know, talking to high schools or is it SWIC, Lindenwood, you know, local colleges? Uh, are there the different events that people can go out and, you know, if, if they're seeking advice or is seeking maybe what it's like, you know, is there any type of event or things that you guys do, uh, for those types of individuals? Sure. Well, we we go to the career days for East and West here in town. And I think that's probably our most uh, interaction we have with that age group. There is also a fire service, uh, in, well, fire service um, a program at SWIC. The training grounds are right down on Freeburg right. Avenue. Right. And so... We have a lot of, well, we have a few guys that teach there, you know, so they have some interaction with, with, uh, SWIC students and, uh, our, our, our oncoming people, uh, have been kind of a mix, uh, where they've had previous experience on some of the surrounding volunteer departments, or they may be, we've had a couple that have had no experience at all. And so we bring them in and train them the best we can, but then we, we send, well, we send everyone that has not been through uh, the academy, we send them through an academy, which is at uh, University of Illinois. I, I think you brought something up that kind of, you know, the volunteer side of it uh, as well. Obviously, there's the full-time. Uh, how, how's the, vol are you guys still, I mean, the more the merrier with volunteers. What? How does that uh, look like right now? Uh, you know, I really can't speak on that. I don't. I don't know. I. I think it's probably like anything else, volunteer wise. It, it feels like numbers are maybe a little bit down for them. Uh, I know that they they do work to to get you know people's attention to serve on these volunteer departments and. Uh, but I can't really speak on the numbers and the success that they're having with that. Well, if 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 somebody young's listening, I don't know how. I mean, if, 
how young they'd be. But, you know, that what would you say to somebody that would, you know, possibly be considering a career in, in this? If there's any other teachers listening, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that too. Yeah, if you speak up a little bit. Yeah. Well, well, for me, and I guess that's all I can speak on, really, uh, it's just been fantastic. It's the, it, it's the best decision I ever made. Um, nothing against teaching at all. It just, uh, I found something that fit who I was as a person, you know, pretty perfectly. And, um, it's, a, it's not for everyone for sure. And, uh, you have to be willing to be uncomfortable sometimes, you know, it's, uh, you, you're in, you work in all kinds of conditions and it can be exhausting and it can be mentally, uh, can be mentally trying sometimes too, because of, the, the types of calls that we respond to. So uh, it's not for everybody, but if it's something that intrigues you and you think you might be interested in it, I would highly recommend it. It's uh, it's just been, I, I don't, I feel blessed that I kind of stumbled into this career. Well, look, we're, we want to be respectful of your time. We know you're, you're very busy. Uh, we appreciate you coming on here uh, again. Congratulations um, best of luck. I know, like you said, you're sifting through everything and, and with anything, when you get in a new position, it does take a, you know, a little bit of time to get it set up and run in the way you want. So I'm sure you're on the right track. So again, congratulations. Thank you. Appreciate All righty. Well, thanks again for joining us. If there's a way that anybody wants to get in touch with you, what's a good way to, to do that? Or the, the fire department in general? Oh, um, you can always call the chief's office. All our information is on the, the city website and uh, names and, and uh, numbers and email addresses. And that's probably your best way to get that information. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you again. We, we truly appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for your yeah, time. Yeah, thanks, Stephanie. Yes, thanks. thank you. All right, here. If you want to... Thanks for listening to another episode of the Growing Belleville Through Community Chats podcast. Please remember to follow and subscribe to this podcast and share with your friends and community leaders. For additional information from this podcast, please reach out to the Greater Belleville Chamber of Commerce.